Listener Production. In today's footy talk, we talk about Carlton's loss to the Sydney Swans last night. What does it mean for their season? What does it mean for their players? What does it mean for Michael Voss? And we'll also chat through the Tom DeConing contract situation, Melbourne v Frio, Richmond v Port, Adelaide v Brisbane, and St Kilda v the Hook. It is Saturday, the 27th of May. Welcome to Footy Talk, your daily dose of footy, the latest news, interviews and analysis from the world of AFL. Limo here with Jay-Z from the Herald Sun and, of course, Triple M. Mate, last night, what did you make of that mess? It was extraordinary. I think the big question on a Saturday morning, Lima, if you're a, if you're a Carlton member, it's like, mm. what do you part with? Do you put the scarf in the bin? Do you put the membership in oh. the microwave? Like, what's your approach to your frustration? What would you be doing? Well, I tell you what, there was one caller into radio station SEN last night who shared what how he took the loss. Okay, I'm at home. I've smashed my TV. I've smashed my phone. I've smashed a couple of wine glasses. Oh. And I am showing 10 times more passion than these pea hearts that are out on the field <laughs> every week. Well, that's probably going a little bit further than what I thought, <laughs> Lee, to be honest, as opposed to um, you know giving it to your scarf, etc. Well, it's the worst case scenario for Carlton is, has unfolded, really, hasn't it, mm. Lamo? Like they came into the season with sky oh. high expectations. How much were we pumping them up? They got the two Coleman medalists. They got the Brownlow winner off the best year of his season. That back half is rock solid with Lewis Young and Jacob Wiedering, and it has absolutely. All fallen to, pe- fallen to pieces. Sydney didn't have a backline back line last night, mm. Lemo. So you think with the firepower they had up forward, this is a lay down Mazzare, and their fixture over the next fortnight is is incredibly tough. And I, I just wonder now when the because we see that the the misset shots forward, right? Mm. So it's a debacle. Forward. What are you like from 30 metres out straight in front? <laughs> I, I like to think I was pretty reliable from 30 <laughs> metres out. I don't know about today. Yes. What about this, though, Jay-Z? Yes. Is yep. this oversimplifying things? Go on. Kurnow and Mackay, yep. or Mackay, mm. right, kick one goal, six between them. Yep. If they kick seven straight, Carlton yes. win. Yes. It's, it's spot on, the forward conversion, and that has been the issue right throughout the whole season. This is what Michael Voss has been banging his head up against a brick wall about mm. for months. Every press conference, we need to execute forward, right? But now that monkey on the back gets bigger and bigger. And did we see last night, right, some of the tension and some of the pressure and some of the tightness? Because you know when you're inside forward 50 and uh, you're lining up to kick that goal after mm. the siren limit. Like, it, it's all on your shoulders, and that none of it looked relaxed. It all looked under complete pressure. They knew the stakes. They knew that Carl was under the pump. They couldn't afford to lose this one. So for, for me, the forward line issues speak to a more broad sort of tension at the footy club and the way the team's playing. You- what about if I'm playing devil's advocate, though? Yep. We lost George Hewitt with con- concussion. Yes. Ollie Hollands did a shoulder. Nick Newman did a hamstring. Yeah. Paddy Cripps did an ankle. Yeah. So you've got some pretty serious injury worries, and you've got two forwards who can't kick straight. <laughs> yeah. Right. That. So, I'm. What I'm trying to say is, yep. I want Calvin fans to feel a bit better about life. Is yep. it not? A, it's not a disaster. Is it a disaster? Oh, I think this season will be a disaster mm. if they don't um, make finals with the talent they have. It's been a decade, Lemo. It's been a decade since they've made finals, since they've got to the top eight. So do you know what we're going to see? Do you know what the story's going to become over the second half of the season? As we've touched on, right? The spotlight is going to burn intensely on the senior coach 
Michael Voss, right? And he has got an enormous job to do to lift this club back up to mm. the standard where it should be playing. Now, if he can't do that, if this if this gets worse over the second half of the season, if this all falls apart and this goes really south, well, then it will be a conversation at the end of the year. Have they got the right man? Do they need a new coach? So when when the adversity comes, that's when they find out, right? So, yes, the personnel is a huge issue. To, to add on top of that, Adam Chera, he's going to be suspended for one match. They play Melbourne this week, Lemo. Yeah. So it's a huge challenge. And you're right with question marks now over uh, Cripps, Hewitt, Hollands, you mentioned – that's their whole midfield could be wiped out next week. They have got some issues. And you talk you talk about Vossi. Mm. I mean, I hope they don't sack Vossi. I really like him. And I reckon I feel like I look Great at Vossi a bit like a Damien Hardwick. You know, people were calling for Hardwick's head. People yep. wanted to get rid of and then he turned out to be one yes. of the greatest coaches uh we've seen. Yep. Is there an issue when you can't quite see the evidence as it's laid out in front of you? And let me show you what I mean. This is Jason Dunstall Ooh. on Fox Footy mm-hmm. at halftime okay. last night. If I was a Carlton coach or a Carlton supporter right now, I, well, I've got no hair to pull out. But honestly, the inability to do something decent with the football, their kicking skills from the moment this game started, and it's not just this week, it's been consistent throughout the course of the year, their inability to hit targets, inability to kick to the advantage of their teammates, inability to make good decisions with the ball in hand, it, it, it's mind-boggling. It's honestly, it's that bad, it's hard to watch. Will you... Okay, that's Jason Dunstall at halftime. Mm-hmm. This is Jacob Wiedering post-match mm. talking about the first half. Oh, I mean, you look at our first half, I thought it was one of the better halves of footy we played this year, which is a real positive, and the pressure, the way we defended was good. Um, but, yeah, simply we've got we've to kick goals. Is that a problem? He's, you haven't said, that's not one of your funny gags. Is no, you that, is a, that is fair dinkum from last said, night. You haven't said Jacob Wiedering up to say that, have you? It's part of it. Yeah, well, that is extraordinary. And so broad brush at the end of the year when Carlton review their season, they will ask at the start of the year, did we come into this year with the right game plan? Were mm. we playing direct enough? So I went down to training over summer, and it was a lot of control ball. So they had to try and protect the defence. They had to be safe with their ball use. And they come out the first half of the season, mm. you know, St Kilda suffocated, and they've been suffocated with their ball use. So you saw, I, I thought in the second half, they tried to take more risks. They went more inboard. They played on more quickly. And I thought, right, this is this is the way forward. But the first half um, was an absolute debacle. And you know what happens now, um, Lemo. So now we f- now we'll find out too whether self preservation kicks in. So when the mm. club's under pressure, you're out of the eight. You're looking at your spot. It's like, can you still stick to the selfless team structures as a player when the Bonson burner comes on? And that is where the the selfishness, selflessness is a big factor. And that's where the coaching, the leadership will play a really big factor because. Your team's going no good. You start to think, Geez, I'm going to oh. need a kick here. <laughs> need, to, need to look after myself here. So that that is going to be a real challenge um, for Vossi. i got no doubt he's in the absolute fight of his life over the next second half of the season. They need to come home. They need to improve over the second half of the season because if it capitulates from here under pressure, then it's going to be a really interesting sort of postseason for the footy club. I tell you what, though, it's hard for him to say. All right, it's all good. Let's just stick to the plan. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, because there's clearly, as you say, that tightness, that yep. lack of confidence. You had Kerno kicking into the man on the mark. <laughs> you had Matt Owies. Yep. Last night was that the worst shank shank you've seen? Bit of a shank. It's like me off the first tee. It ended up in row, <laughs> ended up in row fifteen. <laughs> 
It was a dead set shocker. You know, um, Albert Park. Have you played golf at Albert Park? No, I haven't. You know the back nine where you're up against the fence, uh, yeah. up against the highway. I have put a ball onto the highway, so I know how. I know how it oh, feels. It trust, happens. Trust me, at Riversdale. I've put a few onto the train tracks. So I'm look, it's going to be interesting. Don't worry about that. For for um, they're going to be the media bus will be parked at Icon Park all week, and um, it's going to be interesting, particularly with this midfield the question marks over it for this game against Melbourne. It's going to be a different looking on ball unit for that game. Indeed, some real issues for the Carlton Football Club there, and very quickly, Buddy Franklin has been held goalless in four of his eight games yep. this year. But surely, Jay Z, yep. he's a legend of the game. You you got to play Bud out till the end of the season. Oh, I think there'd be no doubt about that. I mean, he had a, he got Weedering. He got their best defender last night. So that shows you yeah. the regard the opposition. They still say he's really dangerous, and I think he's playing selfless. I mean, last night he had the chance. Was it early in the last quarter? He could have had a ping from forty. Instead, goes inboard, squares it up, and hits his teammate sort yeah. of thirty meters out directly in front. That is where John Longmire will grab Buddy Franklin, give him a big hug, and say. Um, that's exactly what we need for him. It's leadership. But, yes, let's celebrate this champion of the game. I know when I go to the footy and he's out there, that that gives me a lift. That's why I don't understand the booing. It does. It puts a spring in your step. It does. And he's a very distracting figure on the field, but I sometimes find myself staring at him while the play's at the other end of the ground. <laughs> he's just that He's that sort of character. Yes. And spare a thought as well, Jay-Z, mm. For this Carlton fan who phoned into 3RW after the loss to Collingwood, oh, yes. can you imagine how this bloke is feeling this morning? Tell me. Who does my balls every week to get there? Hard earned money. And you dish that up against Collingwood. They toy with us. It's an embarrassment for the Navy Blue White, especially the emblem. The emblem. Play for that. If you're not going to play for it, piss off out of my club. Get out. <laughs> I... President, he gets my vote. <laughs> Make him president. Uh, you're listening to Footy yeah. Talk. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or listener, please hit the like button and leave us a review or rating. New episodes every day at lunchtime. You're here with Limo and Jay-Z, and we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to Footy Talk with Limo and Jay-Z here today. Bad loss for the Carlton Football Club last night, but there was an, a medal awarded at the end of the game for the best yes. on the ground, Jay-Z, and a bit of controversy around yes. this. Whenever I get asked to do votes, I get very nervous, uh, Limo. Because... Were you voting last night? No, but just generally speaking, I have sympathy for the vote casters because I have felt the my Titan um, a little <laughs> Have you bit... done the Norm Smith? I have. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of pressure there. Huge amount of pressure. Can't even talk about it anymore. But so I'm I'm a, I'm a vote sympathizer. However, I did think mm. that uh, Errol uh, Chad Warner, who got the medal, um, probably should be handing it over to Nick Blakey, who was absolutely outstanding. And I always look for the other person's face <laughs> when when um, when the bloke who's receiving <laughs> yeah, the medal yes. is getting it pops a bit. Fortunately, he played a great game, Chad Warner. I thought Nick Blakey was best on um, all uh, every day of the week. So you know, it's always good to have a bit of a medal well, stuff up. If every you now. go to the if you go to the highlights, it's yes. basically a Nick Blakey show reel. Yes, when you look at the highlights. Yes, so. and you th- he does. I was watching it with my kids last night. I'm like, look at watch this bloke play. Doesn't he look like a lizard when he runs? And my kids yes. were in hysterics. They were rolling around. Yes, he does look like a lizard. So that's always good to get a bit of that stuff into the footy education. You could put a tail on him and it wouldn't look out of place. <laughs> it's the, it's the way he moves. Hey, and we yes. should mention as well the SCG unveiled an Adam Good statue yesterday. What do you think? 
I loved it. And it's the statue of him from the same round yep. 10 years ago. Against Carlton. Uh, when he did uh, the Indigenous dance that yep. the Indigenous youth team had done. Uh, throwing the spear, yep. and it's a fantastic image, and it's out the front of the ground now at the SCG. And yeah, I'm I'm a big fan. I love it, and he clearly yep. um, endorsed it as well. I would love to have Adam Goods back at the footy. Like he didn't present. There was the O'Loughlin Goods medal last night. Yes, Mickey O was there. I don't think Goodsy was there. I would. I feel like it's a real missing link for footy that he clearly still does not feel comfortable being right in the mm. guts of it. I would love him to have more of a presence and more of a say the direction of the game in regards to these issues. Um, I still feel embarrassed about what happened to him. And I don't, even as a media coverage, we, I don't feel like we stood up to it enough, to the booing, et cetera. But anyway, we could probably talk about that for ages. Indeed, yeah. Two-time Brownlow medalist, two-time premiership play. You'd mm. love to see more of Adam Goods mm. around the place. Uh, quickly, Jay-Z, a few other matters. Let yep. me put a few to you. Where Tom you? DeConing, yep. contract situation, where are we at? Yes, so he's one of the most sought-after players in the league. Geelong, St Kilda and Sydney all chasing Tommy DeConing. Jack Silvani dropped out of the Carlton side last night for um, DeConing. Um, I think he's going to seriously weigh up his options because they just signed Mark Pitney as the lead ruckman for the next four years. Hang on, is that a bit – four years for – I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of Mark Pinnett, came from the Hawks, but is four years a bit much? It does look a lot. I just wonder whether the deal might be back-ended to help give them some salary cap relief in the short term, if you know what I mean. If they've right. if they've done it smart, what they've done is put the money in years three and four. So they say, right, we'll give you a good whack, but we'll give the most of your money in the back years, which gives them some relief in the first two. Right, so there okay. might be some method in the madness um, between that one. DeConing, I just don't see what the role is because they've got the two big bananas forward in Kerno and Mackay. So then he's the third forward. He doesn't get a lot of supply. He's not the number one ruckman. So I think he'll weigh up his options, and I think a couple of clubs will offer him uh, a fair bit of coin. Jack Silvani, what's his future? He's a free agent as well. I think the Sydney clubs in particular, the Swans and the Giants, will have a look at Jack Silvani. He was played in the in defence in the VFL side last night, which is an interesting uh, chain of events. Um, so some changes there. Uh, Melbourne and Frio at the MCG today. Yep. The Dockers have found a little bit of form. Could they pull off an upset here? Scored 100 points three games in a row. Mm. So remember at the start of the season, like this team can't score? Credit to Justin Longmuir, he's tricked yep. it up. So the game more direct. Luke Jackson's been very good. Takes on his own uh, team. He won't be phased about that. I don't think there'll be a lot of um, brouhaha or animosity in that regard. Melbourne's missing Clayton Oliver. He's the heartbeat. Yeah. So he's been so durable and so good for such a long period of time. How will the Demons cope without having that superstar old baller there? That'll be a challenge for them. And um, Melbourne been a bit unconvincing, so it's an important game for them. St Kilda playing Hawthorne today. I've just got a feeling about the Hawks after that 100-point win last weekend. It would have been, how did you feel when, as they're piling on goal after goal, you really I felt them... weird. <laughs> I felt us rising out of the number one draft pick contention. <laughs> I mean, it's such an odd feeling when your team's down the bottom of the ladder and there's this massive prospect as a number one pick. There's no denying it. You want that number one pick. See, now we need this on record because next time when we talk about tanking in the last round, we'll say, even you fell into it. Oh, uh, mate. The great, the I think, do the West Coast Eagles play North Melbourne in the final round of the year? I actually think they do. I think that is correct. That could be a real Harley Reid, genuine Harley Reid Cup, that one. A real tankathon. In fact, they don't. Um, I don't know. But anyway, it's a good story, isn't it, Lemo? <laughs> let's, let's stick with it. It'll be interesting at Richmond, of course. Damon Hardwick steps aside. Yes. 
uh, Andrew McQualter takes over, what changes they are. Now, normally clubs get a pop under a new coach for the first week, so that'll be mm. interesting to see whether there's that effervescence and how things might structurally um, change. Wonder if Dim, do you reckon Dimmer Hardwick will go? Will we see Dimmer Hardwick at the footy with his kids and a beer in his hand? I'd love to see that. Yeah, you know what I'd love to see? Well, Dimmer just on in the Maldives or something. <laughs> just on the beach. Europe. In his <laughs> Richmond Bugsy smugglers, just Beth sunning Islands. himself. That to me would be a great that'd be a great image this weekend. He deserves it, doesn't yeah. he? We take our hats off to Dimmer. We the coaches get a lot of stick, but he has been as transformational as anyone in the coaching mm. scene over the last 15 years. So well done, Dimmer. The other big game this weekend, or plenty of big games, mm. but Adelaide-Brisbane, this should be an absolute cracker. I've actually tipped the Crows here. I yes. reckon they're going to be very hard to beat. Yes. The thing is, uh, Brisbane, I mean, have really, over the past two months, have got things into gear in the midfield. They look outstanding. And Joe Danaher, who might be the most maligned player in the competition, yeah. we're not far off it. He's in career best form at the moment, so he'll take some stopping at Adelaide. We know they're a better team at home, uh, the Crows. You're right. I think it's a real 50-50. Yeah, I reckon it'll be an absolute belter, so don't miss that one tomorrow at Adelaide Mm. Oval. Thank you very much, Jay-Z. If you have a question for us, get on Instagram at footytalk underscore pod or at footytalkpod on TikTok. Tomorrow we'll go around the grounds and analyse all the action from Gold Coast v Bulldogs in Darwin and West Coast v Essendon at Optus Stadium. You've been listening to Footy Talk with Limo and Jay-Z. Listener.